Hello there. Welcome to A Certain Point of View. I'm Michael Hoover, joined today by Drew Miller, and we are here to talk some Book of Boba Fett. Dude, what's up? <laughs> Not a lot, man. Uh, for the viewers at home, I'll spoil Michael telling it. This is an incredibly thrown together last minute episode here that we are very excited to bring you because of what popped up on everybody's uh, social feeds this morning. Absolutely, man. It's like, you know, I, I'm, I've been talking about even the last episode of the podcast. It, it seems like I'm probably not going to have a whole lot of, we're not going to have a whole lot of episodes or at least it'll be really sporadic for the next little bit. Um, I didn't think we would have an episode this week because our due date is literally tomorrow our, for our baby. And, uh, but everything's on a standstill, man. <laughs> Kendall is kind of, uh, she's, she's ready for this, but the baby is not. So no, no progress over the last few days. So, uh, so we're kind of in a holding pattern there and this trailer drops and, um, and Kendall was super cool with me doing this as long as it was, you know, not too long. So we're going to be here for 30 minutes top. So we just wanted to get guys, the book of Boba Fett trailer is out. We had to do something. I, I saw a window and I, an opportunity and I took it and thankfully drew, could join me tonight so drew thanks so much for hopping on and literally last minute and apparently both of our wives are at the same time right now watching gilmore girls <laughs> which is also pretty funny okay so let's just get let do let's just get going first of all let me just ask you no no trailer talk yet what is your excitement level what was your excitement level for this show before the trailer uh before the trailer dropped the limit does not exist for my excitement <laughs> level on this. Uh, you know, uh, I've always been a big Boba defender, uh, lover of Boba Fett and all the things that come along with him. A lot of it was because of legends and different novels and books that I read as a kid. Um, and then he shows up in Mando season two and it's just incredible. Then, you know, they tease book of Boba Fett. And if you can answer 10, my answer is, 20 whatever the maximum level of excitement is i may be only one notch lower than like the most excited person i know so the excitement level is astronomical needless to say <laughs> dude i'm so glad so for me personally like you okay you've you've been around the podcast long enough to know like before the Mandalorian season two came out, honestly, like, dude, I couldn't really have cared less about Boba Fett. Like for me, I come to star Wars. Look, I love the, the pew pew of it all. Like I love the, I love the Re rebellion versus the empire. I love the bounty hunter stuff. I, I do. I love all of that. It's great. But like, I ultimately come here for the characters and, and you know, the, let's just face it in the movies. And the shows so far, Boba Fett's really not been much of a character. Like, he is cool looking. And, you know, that's it. Like, that's that was my opinion of him. And I know a lot of people love him for certain other reasons. But, like, whether it's Legends material, you know, but, you know, I've never read the Legends books. But so I just know him from the movies. Um, and so for me personally, when he started getting hinted at you know being in the mandalorian i was like uh okay let's all right whatever when he showed up at the end of that first episode of season two at the very end uh and it was just it was it was just like a hint of him 
he turns around and looks it's like oh my gosh that's boba fett that's tamir morrison and um and he's wearing this black cloak and all that it's really he just looks so cool you know i got excited more than more than i thought i would get but ultimately i was still like okay well let's see how this goes um and then he shows up in the uh in the tragedy the episode called the tragedy i think it's called the tragedy and in that episode and in the following episode uh which is the one with bill burr we actually see him as more of a character still not like super deep or anything but Look, in that in those two episodes, they made me care more about Boba Fett as an actual Star Wars character with, you know, some some history and some like intri- intrigue and um and like questions on like, wait, so is this an honorable man or is he a like scoundrel like we always thought he was? Is he is he more of an assassin type person? We don't really know, uh, but he seemed to be on the more honorable side in this so in the Mandalorian. So it's like, I don't know what to think of him, uh, but I'm intrigued and I'm more excited, you know, to see him than I ever thought I would be. And then the finale happened where he comes in with Ming-Na Wen <laughs> with Fennec Shan and takes over Boba's, I'm sorry, Jabba's palace. And dude, from that moment, I've just been like, okay, I'm ready. <laughs> I'm, I, I'm in, I'm, 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 I'm in unabashedly. And so I have been really excited for this show. And and the closer it gets, you know, the more, you know, the further we get from other Star Wars content, you know, the Bad Batch ended a couple of months ago and uh, we had visions, but that went really quick because they dropped it all at once. I have been like, I need something. I need it. Like I've been thirsty from new, for new Star Wars. And this trailer drops. <laughs> Dude. Okay, so overall impression, first of all, I will say this. I don't think this is the greatest trailer that's ever been dropped, okay? I, I think that it's more of a teaser, even though it's it actually does give us an idea of what the show's going to be about. It's actually, like, when you think about it that way, it's really well done, because it doesn't give us plot elements, right? It doesn't give us spoilers in any way. But it does give us an an essence of what the show is going to be about, just like a teaser should do. But it actually gives us a little more to chew on. Like, oh, okay, so, you know, he says, Jabba ruled with fear. I tend to rule. I intend to rule with respect. I was like, interesting, very interesting. What's this going to be like? So the way the trailer played out, it looked – it, dude, we're getting Godfather in the Star Wars universe. I mean, look, the like I said, the trailer wasn't like when I when it was over, I was like, okay, this is cool, but it wasn't like the most mind-blowing trailer I've ever seen. But it didn't have to be because I was already super excited and I'm more excited now. I am more excited now today because I can't wait, dude. I can't wait to see this Godfather, you know, Scorsese mob story on Tatooine with Boba Fett being being the man and I, <laughs> I honestly we'll go into more details on the trailer but those are my big general thoughts on the trailer what did you think of the trailer so you were obviously at a 20 out of 10 on the excitement level before where are you at now <laughs> I'm at a 30 now 
And I got to lead off by saying this. Mr. Fett, must I remind you that on this, the day of my daughter's wedding, there will be no disintegrations. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I've been practicing that one, okay? <laughs> Very well done. <laughs> I really think, and let's let's get a bold prediction first and foremost here from me. This teaser, I think, is just the first episode. Everything they showed, it nearly looked like this is like one episode. There's only six, so I'm guessing they might be a little bit longer, you know, maybe around the 40-minute mark per each. But as we've discussed before, as long as the content's there and the story's told, it doesn't have to be, you know, whatever, a certain length of an episode. But my goodness, the, the this teaser, let's call it a teaser because that's more or less what it is. I think that, I mean... I've lost my train of thought here. I got so excited about it. One thing I love that this show is going to do for us, I think we're going to see some more places on Tatooine that we've never seen. Because at first it's like, oh, there's only like, you know, two or three settlements on Tatooine. Well, then now there's Mos Pelgo from last season of uh, season two in Mando. And uh, there's a city shown in the tr- teaser. It looks like the opposite of Jedha City from Rogue One. It's yes. like instead of being up, it's like down. Super yes, detailed, in, beautiful ground. looking city. I'm assuming this is Tatooine. I don't, I, I don't have many expectations. Like, is Boba going to go visit a whole bunch of other different planets and systems? Would be cool. You know, he can go to all sorts of places. But, yeah. uh, I mean, wow, that shot was incredible. Uh, I really nearly forgot your original question here because I've just there's just one well, little piece from the trailer I just want to talk about that's just so funny to me. But heck yeah, it, dude. Well, it, I mean, I just wanted. Yeah, I just well, I just wanted your general thoughts. So obviously, you just loved the trailer, right? Yeah, <laughs> so. that's that's the safe, that's the safe overall reading from Drew here is that I am so excited <clears throat> for this show and the music. I think is going to really, really shine in this one. I'm sure that'll be something you really hit on as we go. Well, that is Ludwig Göransson, which is the same composer as The Mandalorian. So. Um, and you can totally tell, although it's, it is like, you could tell in the trailer, it's going to be a unique score, but still within that same, you know, ballpark. And, uh, I think it's perfect. He's done such an incredible job. I say, give him a star Wars movie. I would, I will, I'm good with him being the next guy, you know, cause dude, okay. Like star Wars needs to be, and we'll get back to Boba Fett, obviously, but star Wars you're not replacing John Williams. Like this is impossible for anyone to do, but I do think that going forward, as we move forward in the timeline and as we move forward into uncharted territory, which is what I would like ultimately for star Wars to start doing with their next films. Let's get some music to do the same, you know? And for me, this guy is, kind of bonkers <laughs> ludwig Gorenson is off the wall he's not afraid to go crazy and with like different instruments and like weird stuff he also is really great with synths which is great too i think there's a place for that in star wars i think the mandalorian has proven that so i'm too dude don't get me started on the music i'll talk about that forever but back to the trailer so for me i just <laughs> dude I, I just think whenever you look at this, whenever you look at this show, 
like I, I I guess you know when one of the reasons why I probably wasn't just like completely mind blown by the by the trailer itself at just at first and i've watched it several times since then and i i have like it's grown on me even more and i I don't want to get twisted i enjoyed the trailer from the get-go it's just not the best trailer i've ever seen we just watched the batman trailer and (laughs) that trailer was a work of art on its own so i i'm just a little bit spoiled right now with trailers so you know after seeing that i just wasn't like completely mind blown but after watching it more and every time I watch it again, I see something new and I catch something else. And the more, you know, I think there may be another trailer that we see before the show comes out. And if they don't have one, I'm fine with that. But if they do give it to me, give me, I always say, give me all the trailers. (laughs) Uh, Like for, for me personally, like the it this did not have a it had some action but it didn't have a ton of action what i appreciated the most about this trailer is kind of what i said earlier we're starting to get a sense of boba fett dude is boba fett is kind of becoming it looks like he's becoming this um you know gangster in you know kind of replacing jabba but even when he said, I intend to rule with respect, I don't I, I I saw that as that that mobster that says that that's like honorable in the way that he murders people. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, dude, he says that. But at the be at in the post credit scene on The Mandalorian, they straight up murder Bib Fortuna. God rest his soul. Thick Fortuna. Take Fortuna. And I mean, to take to take the throne. I mean, he's not honorable. <laughs> so like I don't think we're in here for 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 good guy Boba Fett. I think we're in here for a layered gangster who, you know, has the guise of honor, but I think will get his hands dirty you know and i think that's super interesting and really exciting what if it's like an anti-hero type situation yeah a little bit of punisher you know thing going on here not just punisher but all the different anti-heroes you could think of that would be nifty too he's doing little walter white yeah doing doing bad things in a good way or maybe trying to straighten out the bad to be not so bad uh like you said i think the best way to view this right now is maybe we're going to get a layered Boba Fett. And Mm -hmm. I want to see a complex character out of Boba. And the thing is, what did he have five minutes or so of screen time in the original trilogy? The (laughs) character is not a blank slate, but there's still a lot of stuff to paint in on this character and, you know, morph him into something that is a, I, I think will be a treat for any and all Star Wars lovers what they're planning to do the Boba Fett that I'm just imagining in my head. I agree. I I'm you know me. I'm I'm interested in in a layered character. I'm I'm not just and, and and look, I'm interested in a layered character, but at the same time, I'm also like I have no problem, dude. I, I did a uh thoughts in hyperspace a few months ago, kind of talking about this a little bit. I am so excited for the different flavors of Star Wars we're getting. You know, Star Wars is not one thing. 
Star Wars is not sci-fi, but there is sci-fi in it. Like Star Wars is not just sci-fi, but it it has that to it. It's not just fantasy, but it definitely has fantasy elements. It's not just a Western, but it definitely takes cues from Westerns. It's not just a samurai movie, but it takes a lot of cues from samurai stories. All of these things. It's not just one thing. It borrows from all of these different genres. And so to see these new shows kind of starting to take shape, you know, the Mandalorian is clearly taking a lot of Western and samurai cues, right? I think, I think seeing the book of Boba Fett taking more of that, you know, more of that, uh, that, that gangster movie approach and seeing Boba being that guy there. And, um, and dude, look, I mean, I just also want to see him do stuff. <laughs> like, I just want to see, I want to see Boba just, I think this is going to be brutal. If that, if that episode of the Mandalorian is any indication, do you remember when he was just going ham on those stormtroopers and he was just like, he, like their helmets were shattering. I think about if that, that was... scene multiple times a week. <laughs> Yeah, if that's any indication, I think we're in for a pretty brutal show. So, like, give me that layered character. Absolutely, I'm in for it. But also just give me that. <laughs> if I can just see him kill some Trandoshans, I'm, I'm here for it, you know? So, dude, and then when he says... <laughs> When he says at the, well, there's a couple of lines. You had mentioned a line that you're excited about, or that you, or at least you, you chuckled about. What was that line? Oh, it's it's a moment actually. Oh, okay. One thing that's going to be cool in this is exploring more of Jabba's palace. And at one point in the episode, they're in like the Jabba the Hut penthouse up in the top of that thing. Yeah, dude. And that at is night. awesome. I can't wait to see what Jabba's penthouse is like. I doubt he got up there much. He probably stayed in the main <laughs> chambers a lot, but you know, he was too, he was too fat. Jabba's, Jabba's palace is a nice place because it used to be a monastery. It, it used to be a monastery. So, you know, it's gotta be nice here, there. And I just imagine like Jabba the Hutt's penthouse, now Boba Fett and Fennec Sean's penthouse to be pretty sweet, you know? Yeah, so absolutely. I, really I loved that shot, that. by the way, that nighttime shot. It was, it. Awesome. it was awesome absolutely gorgeous. and it was either followed or led in by a shot of slave one flying like over the desert at like dusk and i was like oh that is so cool that's mm, awesome yeah there yeah, actually yeah, yeah, yeah. is there actually is one line it's right at the end that i did get like i'm a little intrigued by this you know uh the one one of the aliens i can't remember species he's like you know what if we decide to kill you and uh fennec uh she says then you know, what would Jabba have done? He would have fed you to his menagerie. And Boba yeah. just leans back, sips his tea, and says, uh, you may speak freely. So He says, he goes, he goes, please, speak freely. The yeah, translation, like I speak freely. Yeah, right. Translation, mess around and find out. <laughs> yeah, dude, that was the line I was going to bring up. That is the line of the trailer. Please yeah. mess around and find freely. out, please. Yeah. Like, yeah, no, no, thanks. No, thanks, Boba. I, I'm good. Uh, I think I'll live tonight. <laughs> I think Clint Eastwood said it best. Go ahead, punk. <laughs> you know, I've actually never seen that. I watched it once, uh, once 
is a very good movie though it's still very vivid to me i've watched it once kind of like scarface i need to i I need to watch i need to watch uh, a bunch of those westerns like that but uh dude that i also love that uh i also love that line where he goes like it's like ultimate it's like one of those ultimate mob boss lines that he's like i'm here to make a proposal that will be mutually beneficial (laughs) and it was just like i that was kind of that that was kind of that line that's like uh i made him an offer he couldn't refuse like it's it's definitely it's i I do feel like they're very intentionally taking cues from you know the godfather and and scarface stuff like that somebody might wake up with a favier head on their bed if they're not careful oh my gosh dude No, now how's that? How be... is that for a less Jedi reference for you there? Or a dead porg? <laughs> <laughs> dead porg, the severed head of a tauntaun. <laughs> wow, they're gonna Jeez. <laughs> um, and what gets me really excited about this too, you know, a few months ago we had uh, Robert Rodriguez come out and say, "I can't say anything about it at all right now." But it's coming out in December. Wait until you see what's coming. It's going to blow your mind. That's all I can say. I can talk it up all I want because I know it over delivers. It way over delivers. People are going to be pumped when they see it. So pumped when they see it. Um, <laughs> listen, I, that is writing some serious checks, my man. Um <laughs> I am just ludicrously excited for the show. I didn't think I would be, man. I really didn't. You couldn't like you. If you told me two years ago that I would be this excited for a book of Boba Fett show, I would have said, okay, whatever, dude. Like, no, whatever. I am. I'm at a 10 out of 10 excitement wise. Maybe it's because we haven't had new Star Wars content in a few months. Maybe, you know, like visions was great, but like, I need this kind of Star Wars. Uh, Star Wars, the you know, I I was I was way more invested as much as I loved Visions, especially several different episodes of it. I I was way more connected to the Bad Batch and you know and the Mandalorian and all this stuff. So I am extremely excited to get back into the canon universe and get into the live action, you know, Mandalorian Boba Fett kind of world here and um i'm so thankful for john favreau and dave filoni right now (laughs) and ryan johnson listen i'm thankful (laughs) for whoever is helping green light and produce these uh we have to shout out someone who gets a lot of crap kathleen kennedy oh who is wait wait i thought what hold on wait i thought that she was responsible for the downfall of Star Wars. I thought there was a civil war within Star Wars and that everybody hated each other and Doomcock was going to direct the next movie. But I don't understand. So you're telling me that The Mandalorian, The Clone Wars Season 7, Rebels, um, uh, The Mandalorian Season 2, Andor, Obi-Wan Kenobi, Book of Boba Fett, um... Uh, are you telling me that all of these shows were greenlit by Kathleen Kennedy? Allow me to quote the great Han Solo. It's true. All of it. <laughs> well, well, okay then. Guys, Kathleen Kennedy, she made had some missteps in her early years of being the head of Lucasfilm. 
um, you know, as someone might do when they're in a new position, uh, even though she was she's one of the greatest producers of all time. She helped produce uh, Jurassic Park. Goodness gracious. That's enough for me. And E.T. and Indiana Jones. And like I could the list goes on and on. All time great movies she helped produce. And but this isn't producing. She is now the head of a studio. She made mistakes. She didn't. She hired directors and wasn't on the same page with those directors. And then she fired those directors. And like all of, there was a lot of drama there for a little while. Do you remember all that? Like, you know, Lord and Miller were on to do solo. They got fired. Colin Trevorrow was on to do episode nine. He got fired. Like all of this stuff for creative differences. We had some legitimate criticisms for Kathleen Kennedy. Um, and whatever you think about the sequel trilogy, we're not you and I, you know, you, we, everybody, if you're listening to this podcast, you probably know how we feel. I love especially two of the movies of the sequel trilogy. Um, whatever you think of those movies, look at everything outside of that. Dave Filoni has a lot of creative freedom, but do you know who has to be a good leader and give him that creative freedom? Kathleen Kennedy. I, I'm just telling you, she has learned a lot and she has, she's knocking it out of the park. Y'all she is really knocking it out of the park. And I'm, I really am thankful for Kathleen Kennedy be, learning on the job. She is a star. This is an exciting time to be a star Wars fan, dude. Like it really, really is. Truly. And I didn't mean to get us off on a tangent there, but I just had to give her some Bro. credit because she gives, she gets way too much crap, especially on Twitter. It's a dangerous place to be if you don't know how to, you know, control your tongue or your tweet button. <laughs> uh, it's a very dangerous place to be. Don't but, press uh, it. No, no. <laughs> type it out in your notes. That way you can't even accidentally send it. There you go. <laughs> um, I mean, no, it is a great time to be a Star Wars fan. Uh, Rogue Squadron coming soon. Well, 2023, but I can't wait for that. Taika so many good things. Film. Taika, I don't even know what that's going to be bonkers. I'm sure. High Republic. Higher public stuff is awesome. I just finished Rising Storm. My goodness, we've got to get ready. some. We got to get some book club talks going on here. For we some will of that stuff, but it's in the plans. As a Star Wars fan, I mean, there's something. Even if you don't like something in corner A, you're probably going to eat up what's in you know blocks D and B. I'm sure. There's exactly something for everybody. Exactly, dude. Like I love, I love when Star Wars gets weird, and I love when Star Wars goes to places they haven't gone before. I think the High Republic stuff is a great example of that. They went back so far in time where they actually, you know, were able to, you know, they were able to write a bunch of new characters. And there's a couple, like there's Yoda and Yaddle, I think, is in them and all this stuff. That's cool. But like mostly these are new characters that we don't really know much about or anything about. Brand new characters from scratch. And, you know, exploring new areas of the force and all that stuff it's great that's what i love i love when star wars does that the last jedi was a bold new direction for a star wars movie to go uh i am thinking taika's movie is going to be <laughs> i'm just imagining uh i'm hoping acolyte is that way i'm excited for all of these different things right but then you have book of boba fett and you have kenobi and you have andor and, you know, all of these things that are going to be centered around more familiar parts of the galaxy for us. And I think that is great, too, because you know what? Just because it's got familiar characters in it, again, doesn't mean that that's a, just a nostalgia play. 
the reality is Star Wars has great characters, period. So if we can explore those characters more, why shouldn't we? Why not? I think it would be stupid if they have Disney Plus, if they have this outlet, why not do this stuff? Why not give us an Andor show? Why not give us an Ahsoka show? You Come, beat me I mean, to it by one second. <laughs> yeah, Ahsoka, man. Like, And they're bringing Hayden Christensen back. I just feel like they're doing a lot of things right right now. And, you know, I think there's a bunch. I think there's some stuff coming on the horizon that's different. I think there's stuff coming on the horizon that's more based in the familiar. I think there's taste. There's stuff for everyone's taste. It just so happens that I appreciate it all. (laughs) I may not end up loving Book of Boba Fett. I may not end up loving the direction that the Kenobi show goes. I I really, I mean, they'd really have to screw it up for me to not like the Obi-Wan Kenobi show. But I'm. But like, I'm just telling you, like, as far as just concepts and as far as, you know, you know, like recent history shows, I think that we're in for a treat with all of these shows and I'm in for it. I'm here for it. I'm here for the new, the new weird stuff. I'm here for the more uh, familiar stuff. I'm here for fan service as well as it's done well, you know, um, you know, it might get a little overboard sometimes, but whatever. I'm not. I'm just happy. I really am in a place where I'm just like, I'm just going to eat it all up. And, and I think that's a good place to be. <laughs> it's so. a great, healthy place to be at. And I, I, I don't know if I speak for Michael here, but I speak for myself a hundred percent. When I, when I say this and talk about Kathleen Kennedy, let us, let's just all take time to appreciate the overall team at Lucasfilm and what's going on and mm. what they're giving us because it is a team effort. It's not one or two or three people. There is a team of creative people getting together and really delivering for us Star Wars fans right now. So they deserve a round of applause, a scratch on the back, a fresh baked cake to their house or something like that. I mean, give them, <laughs> give them a hand, guys. They're, they're, they're really killing it just for us. So, you know, we say all that to say that, or at least I do. Maybe Michael agrees. No, I, I definitely agree. Send them cakes. <laughs> uh, I second all of that. And I think that's a great place to end this episode. Drew, do you have any last thoughts on the trailer or uh, or the Book of Boba Fett show at all? Can't wait. That, that That's really as much as I can sum it up. I'll just go rabbit trailing again. But man, I'm just I'm really excited. And that trailer, uh, that trailer really set the mood or <laughs> set the tone for my day. And, uh, you know, got bored for a second. Oh, I'm going to watch a trailer. You know, eating lunch, waiting <laughs> on my food. Oh, I can watch a trailer again. It's a good time. So I'm just, I'm pumped, man. Two hours later, he's still watching. <laughs> I'll watch it before no, I go to dude, bed. I'm, Book it. <laughs> I, uh, I, dude, I'm with you. I'm super excited for it. More than, even more than I was before the trailer dropped. And that's the point of a trailer, right? Is to entice us even more. Get us, eat, not bump it up a couple of notches. Um, and it did that for me. So Guys, thank you for listening to this episode of A Certain Point of View. Uh, If you're not already subscribed, please subscribe to the podcast. Please leave us a rating and a review. If you listen and enjoy this podcast on a regular basis, we would love to see your, your, uh, your rating and your review for us because of a couple reasons. Number one, it helps us out to get seen by more people so that more people can have us in their ears. Um, and then also because I keep saying this because we like the validation, it, it's nice. Uh, <laughs> it's nice when someone tells you that they, that they like your product that you're putting out there. So give us that stuff guys. That would be awesome. Go follow us on Twitter, Instagram, 
join our Facebook group, a certain point of view discussion group, and all of that info will be down in the uh, in the description below. And um, I believe that is all we have for you today. So until next time, may the force be with you always. <laughs>